I'm trying to think funny things I can say. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but mostly illusions. Fuck the lovers, the dreamers, and fun fiction! I just had a stroke. Yeah, a little bit. A little worried about you there, Kermit. No, I'm fine. Oh, Scotty, come on, we gotta focus. We gotta, we gotta figure out how we're gonna start the show. No, there's no time! We gotta start the show! Hey, everybody, welcome to Fun Fiction! Ah! <laughs> this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fiction, I may not be made of felt, but there's still a hand up my ass, Scotty Moore. You stole my fucking job. <laughs> damn it. I hate that we're on the same goddamn wavelength. <laughs> Come on, no, just do your Kermit. Do a Kermit. Say hi ho, it's Megan Danger here. Yeah, do fine. it. Do your Kermit impression. Mm, hi ho, everybody. <laughs> uh, Megan Danger here. I said Kermit, not Wisconsin. Fuck you for uh, stealing my joke and forcing me to try to come up with something better on the fly when I can't do a impression of any goddamn Muppet. You know, Kermit was my favorite character in Fargo. <laughs> I really am digging. We've got a great Muppet show, everybody, don't you know? I've got a wood chipper. I'm going to fucking throw Fozzie in. Let's go! So, if it's not... Already- I hate you so fucking much. So if it's not already obvious, we're talking about the Muppets because Saturday I realized, oh no, we don't have a topic for this week. And I just got done watching the Muppet movie and I said, okay, fuck it. We're doing Muppets. That's why. That we're just doing Muppets now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your history with Muppets? Muppet Treasure Island It's my favorite Muppet movie and it's genuinely one of my favorite Maybe like movies, nice. Like just of of my life. I have I haven't seen it in a very long. Like my Muppet introduction right now, like the closest approximation of what I pull from, is the Disney Muppets because, like, firstly, the ABC show gets way too much shit because it's very fucking good. The ABC show is phenomenal, and then I watched the um, Jason Segel movie, and it was. It's high. It's pretty good. It's fine. It's 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 a Muppet of a movie. Yeah. See, I love like my favorite thing about the Muppets is just how much of a fuck up they are. Like every single one of them are fuck ups, and I love them. Well, yeah, that's the point. It's like the. I mean, if you go back and you watch, see, you got to go back and watch the original show in like the. Oh yeah, no, late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, like I have. Like that was the point of the show. That do you know what the name of one of their first specials was? I didn't. Found it out earlier today. It's real fucking but like the the Muppets like sex and violence. Yes. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck Muppets? Yo, shout out to um, Defunct Land for having like the definitive Jim Henson fucking documentary series on YouTube. Yeah. Which is something that I've just watched just for the hell of, like 
a couple months ago, you know, because because of the quarantine times. Uh, it fucking rules. That's why I know about the Muppets sex and violence. Yeah, because, like, for me, <laughs> like, the thing I would probably pull from that was, like, Jim Henson dying right before Muppet Vision 3D. And, like, that's genuinely probably one of my favorite shows at Disney World is Muppet Vision 3D. Like, I, it is phenomenal. It rules. Yeah. Did you react the same way I did? At the end of it, where they, when uh, fucking Swedish chef blow, <laughs> blows up the entire theater and the theater actually crumbles around you, I freaked the fuck out. I was going, it didn't look like this before. <laughs> it didn't do this. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's great. Because I, I grew up in South Florida. Yeah. So I got to go um, when I was like really little. So, yeah. No, it was like. I was, you know, a little kid, and it was like, this is fucking awesome! Oh, no, like, we- Muppet magic! We still quote it to this day, (laughs) like, I have a wonderful three-hour finale. You've got three minutes! (laughs) (laughs) Of all great countries, but mostly America. A tribute to all great countries, but mostly America. I almost, and hold on, I did, right? I'm, I'm gonna go back and make sure. I wrote- my, my fan fiction and then never wrote in Sam Eagle and I actively re- I rewrote the whole thing to get Sam Eagle in there because he is he's probably one of my favorites do you have a do you have a Muppet that you feel doesn't get enough respect that you secretly love I mean I have my favorite Muppet but they're I mean they're they're plenty they're plenty loved Gonzo's my favorite that tracks that tracks a lot <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah, you would like Gonzo, wouldn't you? You look like a Gonzo lover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my, it's only because he doesn't get enough respect. Like, this is my most underrated Muppet. But it's Uncle Deadly, the shitty little fucking dragon guy who looks so scary. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the scary fucking Komodo dragon Muppet. Yes, he's so good. Because in the new shows, he's now just become like Piggy's gay wardrobe assistant and it's my favorite thing on the planet all right so here's the thing i never made it past the first episode of abc's the muppets because it just i I just didn't like the way it felt really i i just i didn't i didn't like the way it felt scotty that's how i was with uh, muppets now i didn't like muppets now at all and i think it's almost entirely because of the new Kermit because they lost the old Kermit because he was a dick bag, which makes me sad, but the new Kermit's terrible. So I'm like, oh, uh, how does this weigh out? I don't like, like, the weird, like, Kermit going after, like, the hot, younger pig lady. Yeah, and then uh, Fozzie ends up dating a an actual woman who's played by yeah uh, like an, an actual human woman played by one of Garfunkel and Oates the one of Garfunkel and Oates that's not Kate Mikuchi the other one yes yeah. the, uh, the, the other one <laughs> which feels really mean to say but Kate Mikuchi's the only one I know I love Kate Mikuchi <laughs> oh fuck we should do DuckTales Sorry, off topic, but... Oh, yeah, we should do DuckTales. Uh, fuck, you're fuck right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> DuckTales is so good. Um, <laughs> DuckTales rules. Um, damn. Uh, yeah, and so just the, the vibe felt very, like, uncanny valley. 
I thought I liked it because it felt like an updated version of because like the old Muppet shows was watching them put on vaudeville theater and watching as it fucked up. This is the modern retelling, which is they're putting on a, a Tonight Show esque talk show, and then you get to watch how that fucks up. It's it's a I think I love it because like like I like I like that concept. Yeah. I mean, I, if you like, if you just told me, hey, Thirty Rock, but with like the Muppets. Yeah. Like in my head, I would be like, yes. But when I watched it, I'm like. This feels like um, someone had like a really good phrase. It was about a completely different uh, update of a completely different TV show. But I kept the phrase in my head because I'm like, this is a really good turn of phrase of like someone coming home in like your, how they say it? Like in your dad, in your dad's, a stranger in like your dad's pajamas. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck, that's deeply uncomfortable, but how? Yeah, I don't know. I really, I think it's because it's so fucking weird that I liked it so much. Like, I, I think that's why I, I, why I enjoyed it. It's just because it's such a bizarre concept, and also it heavily features two of my other favorite Muppets, which are the little perverts Rizzo, <laughs> Rizzo the Rat, and Pepe Le Pron. They are both terrible little perverts. Pepe the Prawn is is the strangest little pervert Muppet. Hello! Welcome <laughs> to the show. It is me, Pepe the Prawn. I love him. He's so Where where'd he where did he even come from? I feel like he just appeared one day. Just, he just manifested. I love the concept. They were like, we need a new Muppet. Well, what do we have? Well, we have a frog, we have a bear, we have a pig. What should be next? A fucking... We got a rat. We got a rat. We got a weird little alien. What should we add in? A fucking prawn. Excellent work, Mr. Puppet Man. But not just any prawn. We need need him to be horny. A horny little prawn. (laughs) Oh, and then I forgot about that. I guess we're now just talking about the Muppets ABC show. But there is a running storyline that Gonzo broke up with his chicken that he fucks. And that is the best shit to me. That they tried to make a real emotional storyline out of Gonzo fucking a chicken. But see, that's the thing. And we can't even, you can't even blame that on the ABC show. Because now we're not just talking about the ABC show. Because Gonzo canonically fucks the chicken <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah oh no like my uh that's probably one of my favorite jokes from donald glover's stand-up special is when he's talking about all the media kids watch that's insane he's like you remember muppet babies it was an old lady taking care of a frog a pig a weird alien that fucks chickens <laughs> it was so good <laughs> yeah like i i i love Gon- i love gonzo yeah. I love him. And and part of that, it probably, you know, it's like, I don't want to project. I don't want it to be like. Do you fuck chickens? You, no, no. <laughs> it's good. I'm a chicken fucker. No. Because um, there's a thing where it's like, oh, yeah, you, I'm non-binary. And it's because Gonzo says, I'm a whatever. Ha, 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 ha. But that might be part of it. Yeah. But also, it's just because Gonzo's just a little weirdo. Oh shit! Around. Before we got Muppets, now there was supposed to be another uh, another Disney Plus series called M- Muppets Live Another Day, which was set in the '80s after the events of Muppets Take Manhattan. And Kermit recruited the Muppets to locate Rolf after a disappearance. What the fuck? What the fuck? What? Muppets Live Another Day sounds like some kind of, like, fucked up, like, battle royale, but with Muppets. Don't get ahead of me for my my fan fiction now. Um, now I did, a part of me wanted to do the history of the Muppets, but then I realized, like, there's people who have done it 
so much fucking better than me sitting here and reading the Wikipedia page and being like, Muppet means marionette and puppet combined. (laughs) Kermit's a frog. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I still have the wiki page open up for Uncle Deadly, and he is just the most magnificent pervert. Uncle Deadly is like, have you ever worked at a place with a, like, an old gay who's way past his prime and is just there to cash a paycheck every week. That's who Uncle Deadly is. <laughs> I've been, I, I've had many of them as professors, actually. Yeah, I thought you were about to be like, I am that person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not not yet. Like, the best way... I, I'd, I'd like to give it another, you know, another decade or so. I believe the way they're described, <laughs> their body shape is um, impossible to describe. It's like, one day, I think they're skinny? No, they're not the wait, but what? They look like Cenor Card Gage from <laughs> Homestar Runner. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a reference. Mm-hmm. No, that's one of my favorite fucking Homestar characters. All right, but I decided since we didn't want to do Muppet info, I did want to do one of my favorite pastimes to pass time, and that's take a quiz. Megan, are you ready to figure out which Muppet character you are? Oh, fuck yeah, I am. Okay, what's your favorite color? And you can, apparently there are only five. These are the only five colors you can like. Green. <laughs> I wonder who you'd get if you picked green. Pink, hmm. blue, red, or brown. I don't think this is a very comprehensive Muppet quiz that you found. Yeah. I, I, think, I think I can game this shit. Okay. What, <laughs> what, what, what's your favorite? Do you want to try to game it or are you going to be honest here? Well, I, I I don't want to try to game it, but I feel like if I answer honestly, I'm just going to end up with like a bullshit. What were my choices again? There was Kermit, Piggy, and uh, what were the other ones? <laughs> it, was, it was Kermit, Piggy, Gonzo, I guess Pepe Le Pron, and uh, Rolf the dog. It's green, pink, blue, red, and brown. I mean, blue is my real answer. Okay. I love how you have the same reaction to me every single time I take a quiz like this, which is... I don't want to game the system, but I know I'm going to game the system. Like, I know it's going to happen. Megan, can you play an instrument? No, I'll leave that to my friends. The banjo, beat drums, piano, or I play mini instruments, which I play mini instruments. Oh, and my favorite color was red. Oh, no, red's going to get you animal. Yeah, that's what when I saw beat drums, that's what. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, no. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I could play the ukulele, kind of. I guess the banjo would be the closest one to Uh, one. Oh, fuck, I already hit no. (laughs) Uh, Oh, well, it doesn't fucking matter. Do you like telling jokes? Yes, waka, waka, waka. Wonder who that gets you. Anything Mm, that makes... Anything that makes me the star, (laughs) which is my option, I prefer music, are, are they science jokes? So wait, is there a way to end up as Beaker in here? Apparently. No, it would be Honeydew, because Beaker, the option would read out, meep, 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 meep. Oh, shit, we found a Muppet I can do an impression yeah. of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like uh, you like telling jokes. Waka, waka, waka. Waka, waka, waka. Waka! Uh, what's your favorite Muppet sl- song? Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection. Uh, moving right along, which I actually do not remember the tune of. 
uh, the Muppet Show theme. Manamana. Or he'll make me happy. I don't even know that one. Yeah, I don't either. I think the Muppet Show theme has got to be my favorite on this list. I will say that was the best part of that was the best part of the fucking Jason Siegel Muppet film was the end where you got to see Neil Patrick Harris go manamana. Yeah, Rainbow Connection actually. Fuck! I just hit manamana for you. Damn it! No, that's what I wanted you to do. Okay. No, I was gonna say after watching the the fucking after watching Defunct Land's uh documentary. They all play fucking Rainbow Connection at Jim Henson's funeral, and now that shit makes me cry. Oh, yeah, no, it's a sad song. I mean, it's already, like, a sad song, but now it's, like, it's real sad. (laughs) Now, Megan, I feel like I know the answer to this. Do you consider yourself to be a diva? We, I'm destined for stardom, a.k.a. Scotty Moore's answer. No, I'll (laughs) leave that to my friends, or no... But I am attracted to them. Actually, hold on. Let me read that appropriately. <laughs> but I am attracted to them. There you go. Yeah. I used to be able to do a slightly credible piggy back in the day. Oh, Kermie. 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 <laughs> this is nothing. This <laughs> it's just, it's just us going back and forth. Kermie. Kermie. What? I'm destined for the stage. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I figured. Do you like sci- I fucking called it. I fucking called it, Megan. Do you like science? Option two is- Me, 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 Option one, I love science, though I might not be very good at it. Will science make me famous or I'll stick to music? And I'm gonna say, will science make me famous? Me, me, me. Um, will science make me famous? Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, I'm, I'm no. Because are you quiet or loud? I have three modes: loud, louder, and deafening. There's Scotty's answer. Uh, I'm not much of a talker. Only when putting on a show or my science experiments can get explosive. Um, only when putting on a show. Okay, this is our final question. How do you cheer up your friends with a good song? Jokes, of course, including bad ones. Who fucking heard them? I know karate! Yeah! (laughs) Or with the most amount of noise and energy possible. Um, see, here's the thing. If who hurt them means I follow through and actually beat the shit out of somebody, that's not my answer. But if it's me yelling at them and asking them what I can do to help the situation, I'm going to say who hurt them. No, I'm going to say noise and energy. That's what it is. That's that's mine. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, I'm not going to lie. This would be the most unnerving thing ever is if I was depressed and suddenly you came in with a ukulele and started singing to me. I'm like, fuck, fuck that. You know, you know what'll make it feel better? How about we sing about it? <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so, so many, many songs? songs about rainbows? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> No, I would probably. I don't. I don't know how to connect with human people on an emotional level. I would just tell jokes 
until you stopped being sad. Okay. Uh, uh, what? I call bullshit on this. Because we both got the same character. Would you like to guess which? Wait, we were giving we were giving some pretty differing answers, and yet we both got the same result. I know, my dude. That's why this is so fucking weird. Who did we get? Oh, Kermy. <laughs> we both got Miss Piggy. We both got fucking. I don't know. With me, I was like, "There's an eighty-five percent chance old Scotty's getting Miss Piggy," and I was like, "There's no way Megan's getting it." But yeah, glamorous, multi-talented, and a bit of a diva. You are the center of attention wherever you go. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You know karate. Hi ya. The only good benefit of this is that I get to be friends with Deadly. That's the only positive that I have coming out of this. Something went wrong somewhere. Okay. So, something something went wrong in the algorithm. I do know karate, but um. Uh. Okay. Hold on. No, I'm retaking it. But I'm. Ch- do you want to change Menomina to Rainbow Connection? How would picking Menomina make me more likely to get Miss Piggy? Okay, I'll keep it on there. Uh, leave that to your friends. Uh, you will science make me famous. Mm-hmm. I, I think that might have been where you, you got th- you fucked up. You think that's what tip tip the scales? Yeah. Okay, I retook it. I retook it, but th- the only thing I changed was actually put in that you knew how to play an instrument. So I changed that so ukulele as a banjo counts. <laughs> and waka waka waka. Mmm. <laughs> you fuzzy bear. You're always. I don't know if that's better. <laughs> <laughs> You're a sad, depressed bear. You're always trying to lift people's spirits, even if your jokes occasionally fall flat. You'll also do anything for best friend Kermit, even if you disagree sometimes. You know what? I think I liked it better when at least I could beat the shit out of people. Yeah, right? Speed pyramids, piggies. I'm, fuck. No, fuck it. I'm retaking it now, too. I'm now retaking it as well. Uh, no, Muppet this Show. Has let us down, this has led us down a very dark path. <laughs> Where we're just furiously typing, like, Miss Piggy. No, 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 we can't be Miss Piggy. Fozzie. Fuck, it's worse. <laughs> uh, yeah. Damn it. You son of a bitch. Yeah. I did it. I retook it. I changed, like, two things in Animal. 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 Oh, yeah. Fine. You're like, I got fucking Fozzie. Fuck you. No. Gamed the system and you got animal. Animal. I hope you're happy. Okay. So, it's now time for the fun fiction corner to bring our stories to the table. And, like, I I thought about this one because I think the best fan fiction. Because initially I wanted to do a crossover, which I think the Muppets would be fucking perfect for. Like, you can put the Muppets in anything and it works. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, their most successful things are pieces of classic literature. Yeah. So I wanted to do something similar to a crossover. And so I was like, but I, I wanted something that highlighted what the Muppets are good at. Because, like, you can put the Muppets in fucking Reservoir Dogs. It doesn't make it a good fa- fiction. It's like, it, because once, like, I saw someone did all of the first act of Hamilton as the Muppets. 
And yeah, it got real fucking boring after the first minute because it's like there's no reason. It doesn't play to their skill set, is what I'm saying. It doesn't play to who they are as a core. And that's a bunch of lovable fuck ups. Mm hmm. And so. It's true. I looked up lovable fuck ups. And the first thing, the first thing I got made me go, I know what I want to do. <laughs> so it's not a crossover, but it is, kind of. So our story begins, all our Muppets are chilling at their respective homes, and then your friend and mine, Gonzo, calls all of them and is immediately like, get the fuck over here, I've got an idea for the next great show that's gonna get us all of the money we need. Cause that, they wow, all... that, was, a sh- that was a shitty Gonzo. Hold on. <laughs> Get get the fuck over here. Hello, it's me, Gonzo. I fuck chickens. Come over here. We're gonna do fun things. Um, and so then over the next hour, Kermit, Piggy, Fozzie, I had to put in that little pervert, Pepe Lepron, and Honeydew and Beaker arrive at Gonzo's house where they find six microphones set up around a table, Gonzo behind one of them, Dressed in mysterious robes, not unlike the great Gonzo, they all sit, and he slowly explains that the next big adventure for the Muppets is here, as he holds up a Dungeons & Dragons 5e manual. I am making a Muppets (laughs) Real Play D&D 5e podcast. You fucking bandwagoner. So... (laughs) Actually, mine, mine is literally... Just as bandwagony and terrible, I cannot hold that against you. Okay, so uh, Gonzo introduces them to the land. It's called Mupets. It's this mystical land of Mupets. It's uh, otherworldly, and it is under siege by a dark and powerful paladin. I'm very bad at setting up D&D world building, but that's all you get. And it's up to the Muppets to band together to lead a siege on the castle and take out the paladin before things go too bad. Uh, Gonzo's DMing. Kermit is a lawful good orc fighter named... I forgot I named him this. His name is Kermady Frog. <laughs> K-E-R. Kermady Frog here. I'm Kermady Frog. He is a, uh, he's a traveler that helps out in every town that he arrives in, but he's never found a place to truly call home. Piggy is a true neutral elf ranger named Princess Pigasty, which everyone constantly pronounces as Pigsty. She is a princess whose kingdom was destroyed by the paladin, and her parents were killed by the paladin's right-hand man during a campaign. Fuck, I meant to call back to that, but I never did. Fozzie plays a neutral, good human bard named Rolfer, and any time that Gonzo asks anybody, okay, roll for dexterity, (laughs) Fozzie makes a fun joke about being named Rolfer. Uh, Rolfer is a local slacker He's a musician He spends his time lazing around And is basically only motivated to come along Because the group make him Uh, Pepe the little pervert Plays a chaotic neutral tiefling rogue (laughs) And this is my favorite fucking name of all time His name is Mirage Montague (laughs) My name is Mirage Montague I am a rogue That's so good. Oh, uh, also, though, like, if this was a episodic podcast, the first three episodes, he does think he's playing Clue. So he's like, my name is Colonel Mustard. 
It takes him a while. Uh, He's a thief that worked for the Paladin, but was kicked out of the Paladin's group due to attempting to steal gold from the Paladin himself. And finally, Honeydew plays a neutral good dwarven wizard named Professor Magic, a wizard that incorporates the world's science with his spells. And Beaker, um, since there's only five microphones, Beaker kind of just goes and gets snacks for people and goes and gets like their Mountain Dews. (laughs) Uh, the campaign starts in the city of Show tonight, a small but bustling town where people are seeking refuge after their respective cities were basically destroyed by this paladin. Our heroes all meet in a local tavern where Mirage is drinking his sorrows away at the bar, Rolfers telling shitty jokes on the stage, getting booed, and the rest of our heroes are having a meeting discussing how to take down the paladin with an old dying army captain, Sam Eagle fucking worked him in there you got him in yeah uh they have a few conversations they recruit mirage and rolfer and they basically begin to plan the mission proper when the town is attacked and our heroes have their first battle uh against a few easy villains led by a powerful barbarian they are in fact portrayed by dr teeth and the electric mayhem and the battle is long, and they think they've got it all won, when suddenly the barbarian begins chanting, Animal! 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 <laughs> and he turns into a massive hulking beast, and they have to take him down. But in the battle, Sam Eagle dies. And they realize that the paladin's efforts to destroy the kingdom is getting more powerful. A bartender, played by Rolf the dog, tells them of a mysterious wizard who can get them a potion to weaken the paladin, but they must trek wa- trek far into the Svedenlin woods. So our heroes head towards those woods, but before they can arrive, they hear voices from within the trees. Hey, you know this group of warriors? They aren't half bad. Hey, you're right. They're all bad. (laughs) (laughs) And they they are attacked by these two ancient clerics who heal each other while insulting our group with psychic magics and summoning beasts that look a lot like deadly to fight them. It's fucking Statler and Waldorf, and it's nothing but jokes, and this is going to be the best episode of this podcast if it ever makes happen. Uh, The jokes (laughs) cause psychic damage, but the heroes overcome them and destroy the two clerics. And finally, they arrive at a small shack in the Svedenland woods, where they discover upon an old, silent wizard who refuses to speak, and they beg him for the potion, but for it to be complete, he needs the fur of the Swedemzer. This leads them onto a quest into the woods where they discover a massive hulking bugbear, which is then revealed to be the Swedemzer. <laughs> Battle him back and forth, eventually oh, take him down and claim his fur, as the victory trophy. Finally, they head back to the wizard shack. They give him this fur, uh, fur and the wizard looks down at it, elated, and a smile comes across his face. And for the first time, he speaks, remarking, And uh, yeah, it's fucking Swedish chef, motherfucker. And he basically, uh, he goes over to his potion's cauldron, gets it to work, and by the end, they have it. A spell, a potion to weaken this great paladin and allow him to destroy the world, or destroy the paladin for good. They arrive at the great castle. The paladin awaits in his headquarters and they fight through hordes of armies until they're suddenly stopped. And it's almost like, do you remember the opening of Skyrim? Uh, I 
I don't know anything about Skyrim. Fuck you. Uh, well, there's a moment where <laughs> where they're about to kill a guy, and then you hear from across the horizon just like an ominous noise. That's what the that's what you're getting oh, here. Oh, okay, wait, yeah, no, I do know this because of the meme where instead of a dragon, it's Thomas the Train. <laughs> yes, 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 it's that moment. Except <laughs> Thank you, internet. Step, instead, over the horizon, you hear, Manamana, do-do-do-do-do. Manamana, do-do-do-do. And I'll... Big ass dragon and two liches surround him, go down and assault our heroes. An epic battle takes place right outside the castle walls, and our heroes are nearly defeated. They're bloodied, they're broken, and then they hear. And from within the jungle leaps a fucking hulking barbarian dragonborn named Meep Meep Meep. And Beaker has finally sat down and put himself in the game, puts a stop to the Menominas and destroys them, and then uses his dragonborn skill to tame the dragon and ride it around the castle, using it to defend from any oncoming troops, allowing our heroes to enter into the chamber of the paladin. But he's not there. They find it completely empty, no one to be found when they suddenly turn to see a large cannon aimed directly at them. The cannon fires, and Kermit is dealt a motherfucking death blow as the great Gonzo <laughs> launches out and decks him across the face. The, gr- the, <laughs> the great Gonzo is the paladin. So our heroes, one weaker, are led into a battle against the Gonzo, who summons elementals, yes, they all look a lot like fucking chickens, and other various things to assault our heroes, leaving them weakened. But then, on his last death-saving throw, Kermit saves, sneaking behind Gonzo and grappling him. Piggy uses her ranger ability to grapple hook him and hog tie him in place, appropriate, as Pepe rushes forward and dumps the potion into his mouth. Before our heroes can do anything, however, Gonzo breaks free and realizes he's been weakened. He realizes he's losing his great power. And sensing the urgency, he rushes towards the cannon to make a quick escape. And our heroes get held back by another army of elemental chickens. They're forced to watch as the great Gonzo climbs into the cannon and shoots out of the castle. Directly into the mouth of Beaker's dragon. And they did it! They they have uh, saved the kingdom from the efforts of the evil great Gonzo and are rewarded handsomely. Pepe goes off to steal some more. Fozzie finally tells a joke that lands, motivating him to go back to his career. Also, having learned the spell Tasha's hideous laughter. Uh, Honeydew and Bunsen go back to their lab to research more magical spells. And Kermit, well, Kermit's left exactly where he was before. A lone wanderer. That is, until Princess Pigasty invites him to return to her kingdom as her king. Aww. Aww. So, uh, yeah, I would pay fucking money to hear the Muppets do an actual play D&D podcast. I know it would never happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. I would listen to the, the fuck out Yeah, of right? That would be amazing. I would probably change Beaker to someone else because I would love to have like hmm. Rolf the whole time being like, "You guys want any Mountain Dew? No, Rolf, we're okay. Okay, I'm gonna go watch Sports Center. <laughs> I'm gonna go see if there's basketball on. <laughs> Fuck, you've got a better Rolf than I do. Shit. 
figures. That's the, like, of all the funny things. The shittiest Muppet you can do an impression of. Great. (laughs) All right, so that's, that's my tale. That's my universe. What have you, I'm scared. I'm fucking scared. I'm terrified of what you're bringing. Okay, so... Like I said, my thing is, um, like, Muppet Treasure Island is, is one of my favorites. Um, yes. I love that movie so I'm going much. to um, do a curly impression every time you bring it up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's a delightful thing to do. Cheese there's pizza. No, there's nothing better than a good Tim Curry impression. <laughs> <laughs> a nice, refreshing <laughs> bowl of curry. <laughs> And then, of course, there's also um, A Muppet Christmas Carol, which many people contend is the best adaptation of A Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, like, absolutely. Yeah, no, it, it, it rules. And uh, I'm also a proponent that they're... And so, so those are also, you know, as, as I uh, got all hyper uh, in our last episode about what is fan fiction... Those are fan fictions. Those are, yeah. those are fan fictions of classic literature, but with the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, unrelated, but just, you know, as an aside, we should be making more classic literature films, but with Muppets. This is not that. Um, my thing was like, hey, let's make more, let's make more contemporary stories, but with Muppets. Megan, I swear to God, if you bring to me fucking Fight Club, but it's Kermit and Gonzo. <laughs> No, it's worse than that. No! <laughs> Fozzie Bear climbed through 50 miles of shit to get to freedom. <laughs> no, it's worse than that. No! Why? I don't know! It's called a money plane. Some of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet are on that plane, all craving action. No! Whatever you want to wager on? Money it, plane no! You want to bet on a dude Make fucking it. alligator? Money plane. You did! You animal! YouTube knows what I want. They have the perfect clips. I can't do this right now! I'm gonna splice it the proper one later. I'm gonna die! Oh, this is worth it just for the noises you're making. Money plane, motherfucker! Money plane! We could do a whole episode on Money Plane. You know that, right? Like, it's true. So there's this movie that came out this year called Money Plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet. It's a, it's a big floating casino. Yeah. And there's a, there's a guy and his name's like Jack something. Hold on. Him, it's him and his, WWE his Superstar Edge. Just call him Edge. It's okay. Edge, yeah. And and um, him and his crew, they've got to take down the money plane for their their evil boss that they've been in, indebted to. Uh, Darius the Rumble Grouch, played <laughs> by Kelsey Grammer. And, um, Baby, I hear the plane a call in, toss money <laughs> and scramble it. Toss money and scrambled plane. Scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, and whilst they're on the, the money plane, which is uh, a, a, the Mater D and MC of the money plane is, is Joey Lawrence. Um, and, and they have to, uh, Edge has to fly the plane and his, his crew, which is a, a, a small woman who beats the shit out of people, has to beat the shit out of people. And then their tech guy has to uh, masquerade 
as a, a evil uh, millionaire who, who takes the, some unscrupulous bets on the money plane with other evil millionaires and, and the plot just sort of unfolds itself. And so I'm like, you know what this was missing? Muppets. I, I hope you can see in my face how much I'm struggling not to talk about Money Plane right now. Because like every sentence you said, I'm like, I need to talk about Money Plane right fucking now. But I also know we're gonna do Money Plane on this show and I can't shoot my load this early. I can't. I gotta hold back on it. You do. You can't You can't blow your whole Money Plane load. What I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm giving our listeners a taste of Money Plane. Uh-huh. In a, in a moose-bouche of Money Plane. Quick promotion. If you want to hear me react live to Money Plane in a commentary track, donate at patreon.com slash load of BS. I didn't watch Money Plane without the opportunity to get money. <laughs> you got to spend Money Plane to watch Money Plane. <laughs> there you go. So in these uh, film adaptations, you know, with, with the humans, the, the Muppets are never like the main main characters. Like you've got, you know, Jim Hawkins, you've got Scrooge. And you've got Edge. Yeah. <laughs> so so oh in my, my fan God, fiction, is everybody a Muppet but Edge. No, no, you still got you got Edge. Uh, Kermit is now helping uh, Edge. Wait. And so is Kermit got, taking? Are, wait. Are you are you gonna replace his crew with Muppets or make an entirely new crew with Muppets? Because if you're, I'm gonna, replacing his. I'm replacing his crew with Muppets. Oh. So. <laughs> Awesome, that means Kermit's gonna have to bet on all those horrible things. No, Kermit is in the control room helping Edge fly the plane. <laughs> Gonzo and Rizzo are now um, on the plane having to take the bets uh, on the horrible things that are happening, including like Russian roulette. And so the comedy in it is uh, Gonzo has absolutely no clear understanding of the stakes that are involved on Money Plane, where all the bets could involve your life. Gonzo's just having a great time. So there's a scene in Money Plane where it is just straight up Russian roulette with an evil cowboy with a giant mustache, who in my version is played by Peppy the the perverted prawn. Oh, wow. Okay, wait. So pervert mustache is Pepe. Can Sam Eagle be a cowboy hat mustache? Oh, no, Cowboy Hat Mustache was going to be Pepe. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you meant yeah, other... No. This film has two separate mustache perverts. So you do oh, yeah, do... yeah. No, that that um, I'm going to count for that later. I'm kind of doing it entirely out of order because I got too excited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, when they get on the plane, Kermit and Edge uh, take control of the control room and are flying the plane. <laughs> Miss Piggy is the one who has to beat the shit out of the money plane guards in typical Miss Piggy fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm now I'm imagining an alternate cut of money plane <laughs> where everything's exactly the same, but at one point it it's <laughs> it pans away from Edge in the cockpit and Kermit's just sitting next to him. Yes. Kermit is Kermit is in the co-pilot seat in this version. He had Kermit to help him out to, to beat up the other pilot. <laughs> We're gonna bring him down, buddy. We're gonna get that money off this money plane, I tell ya. See, this is so much better since you can actually do the Muppet voices. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, you got Pepe the Prawn being do, do wanting to uh, do the Russian roulette game. Okay. And 
Gonzo and and so you know you've got Gonzo and Rizzo functioning together as one character, as as is often the case. And Gonzo's just like, this is great. Everyone on this plane is so friendly. They keep wanting, <laughs> they just keep giving me money to do bets on things. And Rizzo's like, everyone here wants to kill us. <laughs> yeah. And, and Gonzo's like, but there's free food. And then you know, Pepe gets his brains blown out but you know there's going to be a muppet version of that so that it doesn't you know his uh his fur his felt yeah, gets blown he's out he's fine he's just he's resting and so gonzo's just having a great time and rizzo's getting traumatized <laughs> as, yeah as happens and so how did i have these characters swapped out <laughs> i have a whole list here uh fozzy bear is the uh, one of the crew who ends up being on the ground, who they're going to transfer all the oh. Bitcoin money to, because I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what to do with Fozzie Bear. <laughs> the one in the film that looks like a shitty Brendan Fraser, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I did figure. Sam Eagle is uh, Kermit and the Edge's friend, who they have to turn to later. They're their ex-military oh, that friend. Guy. Yeah, he's yeah. their ex-military friend who, when they are attacked. By Darius Grouch, by evil Kelsey Grammer's uh, forces, sends after them uh, a drone, which I in the original Money Plane, it had something else attached to it, which maybe we'll save for another day. But in my version, in my fan fiction, Sam Eagle sends after them a drone with animal duct tape to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which is funnier at that point. I really don't, because the money plane one is equally buck wild. The money plane one's pretty good. So you've got like these uh, evil like guns for hire circling around Fozzie, who's like holding a computer terminal in a field, just being like waka waka, and then out of nowhere, I gotta download the Bitcoin. <laughs> waka waka, <laughs> and then out of nowhere, a drone just like flies out of the air. With animal, just uh, here. I'm gonna make you do the animal yell. I'm not even gonna try. This is what ah, like I think he skydives off of it. Basically, yeah. he just yeets himself off of it. Animal, animal, and, yeah, and he just he just takes out the 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 hired goons, and oh yeah, the uh, the evil pervert millionaire. Oh yeah, sh- shit, that's right. See, it's like I got I got too ahead of myself. I have all the, your bullet points were so neat. Mine was written in just like a haze of like, yes, this is a great idea. Uh, so the uh, the the mater d of the money plane was uh, Joey Lawrence, and he's got a little Muppet friend running around following behind him too. And so in in the movie, he outlines the rules of the money plane. He says, you know, oh, here's our lounge. Here you can make bets here. There's no weapons on board the money plane. And uh, falling behind him, uh, his his little co-partner would be like, money plane. No. <laughs> He's translating. <laughs> Part of me was afraid you were going to make him the rumble. <laughs> and then you'd have to be like, I'm the burning motherfucker on the planet. I'm the rumble, and I'm taking down the murder plane. Now bring it in, bring well, it in, bring it Like villain Muppets, apart from, um. Like Deadly's kind, like Deadly could be, but I wouldn't put Deadly in this role. Exactly, it didn't fit. And, like, I was like, 
I, I, I was, I was doing research and I'm like, they're really like when you have the bad guys are, are almost always pretty much just human, human men. <laughs> I mean, I would fucking love a money where the, uh, or a movie where no, take out edge, just make it all Muppets and Kelsey grammar having to be the villain <laughs> would be very good. The reason I kept edge in was because he already had like a wife and kids and all that. And it didn't make sense to not like, for to not get rid of the one lady member of the crew who beats people up because that makes perfect sense to be Miss Piggy. And yeah. then, like, Edge goes back to his wife and kids and then Kermit, you know, gets paired off with Miss Piggy, per usual. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that made perfect sense. Um, but Statler and Waldorf are, of course, the two gross asshole high rollers on the money plane who, who flirt with Miss Piggy oh. and get suspicious of Gonzo and Marissa. Okay, so you're referring to my two favorite characters in the film because obviously it's a heist film. This is supposed to be like gr- greasy old gangsters and you have one who was overprepared for the role with a pervert mustache and one who is an underprepared for the role because he just looks like he's a used car salesman. Yes, except they would just be sitting on the plane just talking <laughs> shit. Yeah, just talking shit being like, oh, the only thing I'm betting on is my life if I try some of that cocktail shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the plot pretty much just uh, kind of goes out. Yeah, it just, just plays out as follows. Yeah, they just, they, 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 they take the money play. They take the money. They realize that uh, they're they're being played by the Grouch. <laughs> I, I feel like at some point there would have to be a cameo at the end where Oscar the Grouch would be at Darius Grouch's house. He's like his brother. Yeah, like at at at, at like this would happen. I don't give a fuck who's on that plane. I'm the baddest motherfucker on the planet. I am Darius Grouch the Third, the Rumble, and I am taking down the money plane. Now bring me my money. And then, like, it would just sort of pan over, and you would see Oscar the Grouch, and he would say something like, "And people say I'm a Grouch." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it never connected to me how over the top the last name Grouch is for this fucking villain. And and that that would be. The Muppets take the money plane. It's Muppet plane. Shit, that's so much better. Damn it! <laughs> Fuck you, Scotty. Muppet plane. Oh, uh, it's Muppet. The, uh, it's think... Muppet plane. Baddest, the baddest Muppet fuckers on the planet. <laughs> I'm the baddest Muppet fucker on the planet. I am Darius Grouch the Third, the Rumble, and I'm taking down the money plane. Now bring me my money. Actually, hold on. This is, I I think I might have been imbibing in something when this line happened, so I wasn't paying attention. But this is my favorite line from the film: "The money plane has you covered. You want to bet on a dude fucking an alligator? Money plane, money plane. Fuck yeah!" I literally played that. Oh, you I were didn't too, hear yeah, it earlier. Yeah, you were too busy shrieking earlier. <laughs> money plane has you covered. Dudes, fuck alligators. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I just love the cut. Money like plane. after that, money plane, money plane, money plane. Yeah. You just say yeah. I mean, you know, for for all that it is a terrible movie, 
That's that's 16 seconds. That is 16 seconds, and it tells you everything you need to know about the movie. <laughs> about the film, yeah. Also, you know we, we hired a WWE professional wrestler for this film. Should we put him in, like, a lot of action scenes? Have him just fly the plane. He flies the plane. <laughs> he, he, he beats up one pilot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, we can't. We can't. got to save this for the future Money Plane Fun I'm Fiction I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to, to, to ruin a, a future Money Plane Fun Fiction, but I just... I got so excited at the thought of replacing oh. most of the Money Plane cast with Muppets. I love this concept that you think that that money playing well is not is like dry. You're like, oh no, we've gone too far. Like, no, 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 you don't understand. Money playing well is deep. Oh shit, money played. All right, well, so until was, next. Yeah, that was, that was that was the Muppets take money playing. Um, is there? That was the Muppets take money playing. That's so good. All right. Um, is there anything else that needs to be said regarding the Muppets? Once Kermit the Frog says, "You want to see a guy, a guy fucking an alligator?" Like, there's not much else to be said. Like, no. If worse comes to worse, we can revisit the Muppets one Muppet at a time. Like we've said, we will do a full Pepe episode, a Pepe episode. <laughs> we'll take them down one Muppet at a time. <laughs> one. Oh, but until then, Megan, where can people find you on the internet? They find me on the money. <laughs> I'm on the money plane! With the, bar- with the baddest motherfuckers on the planet at Oh No Lit Class. It's a podcast where we talk about the baddest motherfuckers in, glass- in, literature. in classic literature. Lord Byron may have fucked an alligator. It's, <laughs> it's not outside the realm of possibility. And you can follow that at Oh No Lit Class pod on Twitter. You can listen. To, you can find links to all of it at ownalitclass.com. You can listen to it wherever you do whatever horrible things you do with podcasts, and um, you can follow me where I don't talk about money playing. But you know what? I should fucking start at uh, Meg underscore Danger. And you can find me at Scotty Mo on Twitter. S e o t t y e. M-O, and check out all the other BS Network programming at aloadofpurebs.com and donate to that Patreon so you can listen to me and my co-host Blake Tanner watch Money Plane and get real upset. Uh, you want to thank the bro? Thank brother? Thank, thank, thank brother. Thank thank you, brother. Um, do it, I do a, sh- a shittier and shittier job of it each time. Thank you, Best Day, for our theme song. It makes the good sounds. You can hear more of those at soundcloud.com slash best hyphen day. Oh, fuck yeah. And (laughs) I felt felt gross off that one. Uh, And and that's it. We love you. (laughs) Goodbye. Buy our merch. Merch Merch.loadofyourbs.com. There's just a cute one with me and Megan as Funko Pops, and it's probably my favorite design I've done in a very long time. So you can go get that at merch.loadofpurebs.com, and, and we love you. Yeah, I'm going to draw that My Immortal picture. I swear oh, I swear to Jesus yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm saying it now, so I have to do it. Bye! Muppet <laughs> goodbye. Wait, that, wait, wait, that was going to be our thing, right? We have to say something about the Muppets. Or something. Muppets! <laughs> Hold on. 
Oh wait, no, no. You want you want a good line to end on? Mm. Just give me a second. Okay. I've already done it. I've already done. I am Darius Grouch the Third, the Rumble, and I am taking down the Muddy Plane. Now bring me my money off the money plane that I'm taking down. Because I'm Darius Grouch. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>